0: to the queen comedy time podcast i'm aaron Sorrels, and i'm brian atkinson today our guest is matt harper matt hails from beautiful hastings michigan he is a west michigan-based comedian. it's very funny and he also is the co-host of another episode podcast a movie review podcast with mandy elaine and we are delighted to have him on the show
1: I had a really nice tie-dye shirt picked out, but I couldn't wear it because it got a stain on it that was so bad that it mattered.
0: (laughs) I hear myself laughing on that, so I must have really liked that joke. Matt, (laughs) welcome to the show. We are so glad
1: you're here. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah, we are going to talk to you about the good, the bad, and the funny. Uh, Yeah. uh, We're going to actually work our way backwards through that. I'm going to start with the funny so uh you uh, kind of kicked off uh that uh, cl- clip there was uh, kicking off your show uh that you were on the second of the clean comedy time showcases that we've done over at dr grins yes it was great to have you on the show i i we had a great time i hope you did too. oh for
1: sure yeah great time
0: so there was a little bit more about your shirt <laughs> i don't want to leave people hanging thinking so let me play that clip
1: is, right now i don't really care what you think about this shirt Yeah, we're still talking about the shirt, guys. Uh, I'm going to tell you why I don't care. uh, Because I got the shirt used. Yeah. I went to a Goodwill, and I picked up the shirt. Some people think it's a good thing to do. You know, It's better for the environment. Reuse some things, right? I'm going to tell you right now, that's not why I did it. None of you are trying to save the world. See, the thing is, when you're this size, you buy your clothing used, chances are it's going to be a lot cheaper. Also, when you're this size, chances are the original owner Probably didn't wear it that long. <laughs> you probably got healthy and made better choices, guys. <laughs> you just know, like worked really hard, lost a whole bunch of weight, then decided he was going to donate his wardrobe to Goodwill to motivate someone like me to make those same changes and do the same things, right? I need that to be what happened, guys. Uh,
0: Oh, man, the darkness of of that joke is just such a favorite of
1: mine. <laughs> I tried to turn around at the end, but, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and yet. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, that was good. Good stuff. I usually like to ask uh, the comics that we talk to, you know, about their writing process a lot of your comedy is experiential and right now we're not experiencing anything so we're not really creating anything new yeah
1: yeah that is correct i haven't i'd like to blame it on the fact that we've been in lockdown but to be completely honest i haven't written a new joke in probably you know six months or so it uh oh i I just gotta double art i just gotta get out there and uh experience things but yeah that's usually where most of this stuff comes from it's uh I kind of wait for something weird to happen and then just kind of see where a premise goes from there and 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 work it out. Yeah.
2: Where did that uh that particular joke come from? Was there was there a real shirt from uh from Goodwill or Uh
1: you know, uh, it's kind of a combination of several things and that's why I always tell everyone who like not that everyone knocks down my door asking for advice about how to write jokes, but if anyone does, <laughs> I always just tell them hang on to jokes, even if they're small premises that don't make any sense right now. Write them down, hang on to them, keep them on a, a note in your phone, and then eventually you can piece a joke together using parts of other premises that didn't work. You know that whole string of jokes about you know the shirt and then about losing weight and 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 making it a twist at the end to make it better. You know, like I need that to be what happened because generally speaking, that the man who owned the <laughs> shirt likely h- is dead. So yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Those were all sort of. Is that that what it meant? Oh, my gosh. Those were all mini little jokes sort of strewn about that. I was like, oh, wait a minute. This one would go here. And if I I tag it on the end with this one, it'll all come together. And then that moment when the full bit sort of, you know, falls out of those random garbage jokes, uh, you know, then, then it's a great it's a great thing, you know?
0: Okay, so Matt Harper's comedy is comedy Jenga. That's right. <laughs>
1: you just stack it all <laughs> together and see what fits, and, and start pulling it apart, and then it all falls to pieces. True. There it's you go. True. Uh, you,
2: you know, one of the things that I love, especially about that audio clip we just listened to, you can really feel the tension building. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. In the in the audience, and then finally, you you release the tension through laughter. You know, it's a, that's a really good example of building up tension and then releasing it. This is like
0: an absolute no-no on any type of audio format, but uh, I, I really need everyone listening to put themselves into the theater of the mind. And if you have not seen Matt perform so much of what he does is in his face and his elbows. Yeah. I'm going to
1: throw a couple little elbows in there to yeah. let him know. These are jokes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. We're all three of us are sitting in our respective homes in front of the microphones, shaking our elbows back and forth right now. Cause that's how Matt yeah. his little, drops a little signal. These are jokes. These Matt are jokes, Harper, yeah. the most active elbows
1: in comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if, if I needed a tag for anything, that's yeah. That's how I'm going to introduce myself from now on. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, what's weird is I've got to, I had to stop myself from doing that so much. It became so much of a crutch almost. And it became my thing. Like, that's mm-hmm. what people would. And and in fact, the more often I would go to open mics as I was starting to develop that sort of as like a shtick. You yep. know, people would also do it on stage. They'd find themselves doing the same thing. And then they'd get off stage and be like, I couldn't help okay. myself. I'm sorry. It just happened, Guilty. You know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Guilty. I think I, you and I met at a Dr. Grin's thing, and you were telling that story to Garrett or somebody else who was there. Uh-huh. And I was listening, like, well, yeah, that's really funny. So, yeah. And I got up on stage, and I started doing my material, and I got to a point, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's, that's what I'm saying here. Guys. And I found myself doing, like, your banter. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even <laughs> the elbows. I was like... <laughs> Everybody's got a Matt Harper impression somewhere right, in Yeah, there, right?
2: It's the waka 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 of comedy,
1: right? It's like when you deal with somebody who has like a, uh, an accent and it, you just sort of fall into it, not really oh, knowing, yeah. you know, and yeah it, yeah, it just happens. But I guess that means it's, it's yeah. fun. You know, if people are yeah. willing to do it on stage We're complimenting <laughs> you, you.
0: Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a yeah. sin-
1: sincerest yeah. form of flattery, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. We, really we really enjoy it. it. <laughs> uh, I have a question about beautiful, Hastings, Michigan.
1: Oh, sure. Okay,
0: I I had not been there for uh, anything other than uh, you you and Mandy invited me to uh, to be on the podcast a few months ago, mm-hmm. so I got to see it in in winter with <laughs> snow on the ground, and uh, it's in the 80s here today, so it feels very different. Did you grow up there? I know you and Mandy went to high school together. Uh, tell us about that, uh, you know, how you guys grew up, where did you meet, that kind of thing. Uh,
1: so, Mandy and I both grew up uh, going to, we both went to Delton Schools, uh, which is just down the road from Hastings. It's uh, kind of the next town over, sort of on the way from here to Kalamazoo. Okay. So, we grew up there, and then I... My goal was to leave that town and never come back and get as far away as possible. Mm. I decided I was going to live in Chicago. And if I didn't make it to Chicago, I was going to be a failure for the rest of my life. You know? Oh, (laughs) yeah. That was that was me in high school. (laughs) That was the thought process. And then Mm -hmm. and then I met my wife and we moved into a small uh, it was it's not an apartment It was actually a converted garage next to a a house that they had turned into an apartment. So it was just basically a, a single it was a room with a bathroom. It. it was like a studio apartment, but it was individual, like it was by yeah. itself, which was great uh, yeah. that we didn't have like neighbors uh, on the other side of walls and things. So
0: you were the original tiny house. Yeah, right. Yes, absolutely.
1: <laughs> and we got way too comfortable with that. So we decided we we're gaining more things. We need to upgrade and move uh, away further from what, what I wanted to leave from. I didn't want to be that guy who stayed in his hometown. So we moved up mm. to uh Kentwood, you know, just which is just oh, worlds, well, away, yeah. worlds away from from that right uh yeah and so we uh we moved there uh lived there for a while and then you know through different job changes and things it just made sense to come back and now we're in Hastings so this is where we've ended up and I got a feeling this is where we're gonna stick around for a while
0: (laughs) I I feel a little guilty uh for those of you who are not fans yet of the another episode podcast the way that you guys describe it is quite Mm -hmm. simply it's a look at the movies that shaped your lives
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's sort of a deep dive into the films that shaped our childhood. And we 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 force a, a comedian friend of ours to uh, watch the movies with us, whether they've seen them or not or yeah. whether they like it or not. They get no choice in the matter. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun. And
0: there are usually <laughs> cookies. And I feel yeah. guilty that I don't have any cookies for you. So <laughs> I owe you one.
1: But yeah, we've, I mean, we've done a hundred episodes so far and there's just basically no end in sight. I i watched movies as a kid. Uh, that was one of my, you know, major pastimes as a child. Mm-hmm. I was into art and I would, I would just draw a lot and watch movies. And our family watched a lot of movies together. And, and I was the type that would watch the same movie over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah. And I, I see that now with my daughter who is watching things on Netflix, but she'll watch like a series, like a, a Disney channel series and watch it from start to finish over and over and over again. And I, I have to keep reminding myself that, you know, I would have probably done the same thing if if I were a young child at this time in, in the world, you know, but. Right. Yeah. So, so there's always more movies.
0: Uh, I'm I've got another clip here uh, from your stand up that I want to play. This is a, bit, a little bit of a longer one. OK, but um, uh, it, the, you were kind of leading up to it in your uh, in your stand up uh, asking people about. uh you know, boy, you'd like to lose weight, but, you know, you really feel like you, you needed to hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, so we're going to hear about uh, uh, a weekend activity with you and your friends. <laughs> sure.
1: Last summer, they made this big deal. out uh, Man, we're going to all go out. We're going to have the greatest day of our lives. We're going to all get together. We're going to go kayaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even need the end of this joke, right? This joke. <laughs> ridiculous even offer. <laughs> Second of all, why would I go? But I did. I, I went. I made a terrible mistake and I went kayaking. Now some of you might not be familiar with kayaking. Uh, let me explain. Just imagine a full-grown human being floating on the surface of a river in a kazoo. <laughs> 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 Roughly. That's a Sounds like a lot of fun, right? I'm like, all right. Maybe I'll make this happen. They'll be like, don't worry about it, man. It'll be great. We'll go after a big rain. The water level will be up. It'll be smooth sailing, right? <laughs> Apparently, they don't make enough rain, guys. Because uh, <laughs> for me, most of the trip was spent sort of scooting along the bottom of the river. Just going without me, I guess. <laughs> eventually this is gonna freeze up and I can walk out of here at the time.
2: It was at that moment guys
1: that I realized that I had hit rock bottom.
0: And you get a rock bottom applause break.
1: (laughs) I got an applause break, and I was very proud of that applause break because I was very worried about that show. I'm going to be honest with you. Being on a strictly clean show, and it's not that I'm inherently dirty in my jokes at all, but it's that moment of being told that you're not allowed to do something, that it it never stops swirling around in my brain. Like, I'm not allowed to do this and not that I want to or have any purpose to, but it was always in there going, "I'm going to slip and I'm going to say something I'm not supposed to say." So, I was very proud of the fact that I made it through that and got an applause break in the meantime.
2: So. I, that that's actually what the applause break was about. It was like, "Wow, great job, not cussing." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they'd seen me before. They knew it's. You know, I just I reached the finish line without uh, without dropping one. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Now you've got you've got a whole line of uh, rock bottom apparel, don't you?
1: <laughs> sort of. I, uh, <laughs> I've i got <laughs> I've got my uh, my merch shirt now is uh, it's rock bottom kazoo rentals. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so it looks like a traditional camp shirt sort of with just some what we're supposed to be kayaks, you know, sort of crisscrossing and floating down a river. But if you look real close, they're actually kazoo's, and if you didn't know from far away, it would just like you're wear- look like you're wearing your oh you know your camp shirt from when you were a kid or something you know yeah
2: yeah nice. now now just to recap here because uh, we ran through quite a few things that you got going on you of course are doing stand up comedy you've got your uh, podcast you've got your merchandise and uh, you run a room as well correct
1: yeah I I run a couple of them now I've got Wally's Brew Pub Comedy Club inside the Waldorf. Uh, in Hastings, here in Hastings, Michigan. And that show's been going on for, I don't know, probably six or seven years now. Probably six wow. years wow. at least. It's great. And then I've got a fairly new room that I started at a, a bar called Red's, and that's in Middleville, Michigan. Pretty similar uh, setup for the show's. Uh, it's just basically the venue or the sort of ambiance that you're looking for. One of them is a sort just your standard sort of bar show. And then the other one is upstairs on the third floor in the ballroom. So it's got a little more of an event feel to it. So yeah, it really just depends. So we're trying to hit kind of all sides of people who are looking to get out and, and laugh and just making sure that they're, you know, comfortable in whatever, uh, situation they're in. So.
2: Yeah. And now both Got of those it. areas are, are pretty small as far as population goes. So you can offer something for everybody to come do. Does the whole town get together and laugh together or how, how does that work?
1: You know, the the Waldorf is the best example of that, I guess, in a way. So we, we have we seated at 130 guests and we cap it there. We could cram more into the show but it just wouldn't be an ideal situation they wouldn't have the same sort of yeah, view yeah. they wouldn't have they wouldn't get the same experience as as the folks do that are closer up so we cap it at the 130 and we have been consistently selling out at that point because a town like this just has nothing else going on like we are we've become sort of an entertainment piece of 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 people's zeitgeist in this town like they they want things to do. They want to go somewhere. They don't want to drive all the way up to Grand Rapids. They don't want to pay for parking. And so we basically just brought uh, brought the comedy to them.
2: That's that's great. That's yeah. great.
1: And we get some of uh, you know similar folks, like maybe someone who's featuring at Doctor Grins. We'll bring them out here, and they'll headline out here. So they're getting the same quality performers. Yeah. They're getting the yeah. same uh, quality entertainment. It's just you know kind of uh, in their own backyard.
2: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Any any thoughts on when you're opening those back up?
1: You know, at, at this point, I'm just happy to see that the businesses themselves are still uh, seem to be going pretty strong. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to, you know, support them as much as possible during, you know, kind of firing back up and getting, getting opened up again. I think at this point for me, it's kind of too soon to sort of, you know, broach the subject with the the owners yet. I, I know they're both interested in continuing to do things and they want to do stuff that's going to be entertaining for their, for their guests. But right now they're doing some sort of, you know, creative ways to fit more people into the building yeah. while still doing social distancing. So I think they may at the Waldorf may start using that ballroom area as seating for, for actual guests to, to come in and have uh, dinner and stuff. So once they get that stuff all squared away, we're going to sort of work forward, yeah. you know, from there and, and try to see if we can mm. bring comedy.
2: Yeah, that's 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 wise to be there, be supportive of them, and uh, and at the same time make sure that they know that uh, you're there for them when they need you. That's kind of the the route that we've taken with the venues that that we do shows at as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And with a six year relationship with uh, the Waldorf, I mean, that's they know you, you know them. Um, it's not like they're gonna bring in a uh, you know a, a poodle and a, a plate spinner while you're sure. away or anything right. like yeah. that. Yep. Although I, I'm I know confident. a guy,
1: <laughs> you know, yeah. what's crazy and not that this has anything to do with poodles and plate spinning, but our, the, the show that we were, we had booked to, to do the last show before it got canceled, we were going to have a magician, uh, perform a, a comedic magician. He's out of Grand Rapids area. His name is Trino. I don't yeah, know if you're
0: familiar, familiar. With, uh, I've met him. Yep.
1: Okay. Uh, so we were going. That was going to be kind of a big deal for us, like a branch out of your standard setup for for comedy. We were going to have a, a night of comedy and magic, uh, which I was very excited to see how it would go. And unfortunately, everything got canceled before we could do it. So yeah, yeah. that was going to be our <laughs> own step. sort of uh, version of spinning plates and poodles <laughs> and kind of see see if people were right, into right. it. So
2: yeah. well, um, our December show, uh, we kicked it off with a juggler, which was a first time thing for us. And, and actually it was great. Will juggle. Who's uh, somebody that uh, Brian knows real well, uh, came in and just crushed it. You know, so I I think that's a nice thing to do to mix it up a little bit. Comedy is about surprise. Sometimes you got to throw in a juggler, a magician, or maybe even a poodle. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to how the uh, the
0: juggler, uh, how Will is going to do in the podcast version when we play clips of his.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Oh. Picture this. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. You just, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, Will, Will uh, it, most of his stuff is not only visual in the juggling, but it's also visual in the faces he makes and things like that. And, yeah. and you share some of that as well. But you, you come across so well over just audio that uh, you know no no problem there but sure i, I like hope I, I gotta have a talk with will now
1: what
2: are
0: we gonna do
1: just have him write a write a set you know just come just have him do yeah. some jokes right I mean, on the podcast for the first time yeah
0: we'll just we'll do we'll do that yeah great okay well we are gonna take a break and we'll be back to talk more about the good the bad and the funny Well, the time has come on our little podcast to take a break, but we'll be right back. Be sure to give us a review on Apple Podcasts so it's easier for people to find us and like us on all your podcast favorites. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the Clean Comedy Time podcast. We have Matt Harper here with us, and we've been talking about the funny... So now we're going to move into things that are going well and things that are a bit of a struggle.
2: Yeah, Matt, you know, one of the things that I've found in my journeys through comedy and recovery, that the one thing that we all have in common is we've all got things that are going well and things that we're struggling with. So, so Matt, what's going well in your life?
1: Um, I would say right now, things like the, the podcast hitting that, that 100 episode threshold and still having that to do and sort of lean on during this sort of time of, of unease and stuff, having that structure in my life, knowing that each week I'm going to have, you know, a, a good conversation with some some old friends over, you know, whether it's over uh, Zoom or, you know, now, but in person when it was before. I mean, that's all going well. It's all been a lot of fun. Uh, but aside from the creative stuff, I've been getting a, a lot of projects done around the house uh, lately just because we're stuck here and I just have to stare at things that are unfinished uh, for so long that I've decided, you know, it's time to get out there and, and get those done. So, i've been collecting uh
0: did you uh get the garage painted uh, over yep, the weekend? garage is
1: painted we did have some help from from some friends nice. who finally decided to to break that social distancing uh rule and come out here and give us a hand every once in a while but we you know we made sure to keep everybody uh safe and clear and and uh, a lot of hand sanitizers and a lot of uh you know distance between uh paintbrushes so <laughs> we got that taken care of and then i've also been uh collecting uh uh power tools what? like i've i've my wife has these projects for me and i'm like i will do those projects but you know i need you know a saw or i need a drill or i need whatever so now i'm gaining all of these things that i should have already had as a you know 37 year old uh, homeowner at this point so i'm sort of playing catch up oh, yeah, for for that yeah. stuff but yeah
2: Sure. So it sounds like a whole handful of things. You know, one you've got the relationships. You know that you're that you're building through the podcast, and and strong enough relationships that people will come over during a pandemic and help you paint. <laughs> For sure, you're you're expanding your manliness by uh, uh, collecting power tools. That sounds pretty cool.
1: Yep, yep. And then t- just spending more time with with family and stuff during this. We. We had always been big into board games. My wife and I both. We don't go out on the weekends. We neither of us drink really at all. Uh, I might, you know, have a drink twice a year. And uh, people always ask us, like, why do we spend so much money on these? Because some of these board games that we have are, are fairly expensive. But I'm like, well, you go out on a Saturday, you know, to a bar and blow, you know, 80, 90 a hundred dollars on a bar tab, where I stay home for the weekend and spend seventy five, eighty dollars on a board game and enjoy it with my family and friends. So it's kind of, you know, it's, it's a toss up for, for that, but, but I get more enjoyment out of it than, than I yeah think. you're still
2: spending the right. money. But I, I think
1: I had something to, more to show for it at the end, you know?
2: Yeah. What's, what's the latest uh, addition to your board game collection?
1: uh You know, we've been, uh, so there's a, a comedian named Grant Lyon, who I worked with just, just before things shut down. And he has uh, been, Putting out YouTube or not YouTube videos, but Facebook videos recommending board games. And so we've gone through some of his recommendations. But the one that we're playing the most, as, so check him out because those are great. And he said he's going to continue to do them even after the lockdowns are over and people are able to get back out and do things. So check him out on Facebook for that. But the one that we've been playing with my family the most is a game called uh, Raccoon Tycoon. <laughs> and yeah, so it has nothing. To, it, the name is very misleading. It has nothing to do with raccoons necessarily. But yeah, it's just kind of a asset trading, and and you know, it's 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 a weird game. But it's it's they're not. It's not <laughs> Monopoly. You know, there's some layers to it. It's fun. <laughs> So, tycoon, yes. Raccoon, not as much. There's, I mean, they're pictures. It's all just fun pictures on the oh, cards man. that say, uh, you know. Okay. That's what it is. But yeah, would recommend.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Matt, that is exciting to hear all those great things that are going on in your life. But there is a flip side to this podcast as well. Uh, one of the things that we've heard from. Listeners is that they've really enjoyed and connected with people who share transparently with some of the things that they're struggling with. So, so Matt, what's uh, something that you might be struggling with right now?
1: Um, during all of this, I would so so as we come out of quarantine or or we're getting let back out into the world, I am struggling very much with not knowing how to handle like what comes next. Mm, yeah, like I I want to be cautious and I want to make things uh, as safe as possible for myself and my family. But there's also the the want to get out and and participate in things, you know, there's there's, you know, comedy is going to start coming up again. And that struggles with whether or not I want to put myself in those positions and whether or not it seems selfish for me to do that or or things like that, you know. So it's becoming that time where I need to make those decisions, like how I'm how I am going to proceed into the world again, you know, and I I just I don't really know how that's going to happen and uh i feel that i feel that sure sure and on top of that also uh i've noticed that i have like zero time alone anymore Hmm. i don't know if that makes sense but like now that my family's locked in the same house that i'm locked i'm working from home all the time and before like if i'd have a bad day at work i would have my commute to sort of diffuse from that and let it kind of go before i would get home and now it basically just follows me into the next room you know Hmm. so there's yeah some extra stress from that where if, if I have a bad day at work, it just, it's sort of already here. Yeah, kind you know? of want
0: to get in the car and uh, I'm going to commute now and drive around the block a bunch of times <laughs> Yeah, and then come home and you'll be a much happier uh, husband and dad. Right. Right. Yeah.
2: Boy, Matt, I can, I can relate to both of those things. You know, it's, it's interesting cause I'm, I'm struggling with kind of the same, feel of okay how do i reengage what what does this look like coming out of quarantine and mm-hmm. it's it's difficult you know the going into quarantine having everything shut down that was all 100% out of our control mm-hmm. but now how we reengage that's that's under our control to a certain point anyway and and yeah i've i've struggled as well to try to think okay what should i be doing how is this supposed to look what's safe what's responsible and, uh, what's productive. And as far as the not having alone time, my wife and I live in a two bedroom little apartment and we both work from home now, me as the unemployed alcoholic and yeah, her with a good grown-up job, <laughs> you know, we're, we spend all of the time together and fortunately right. we, we like each other a lot, but it's still, there, there are times when, uh, on a Saturday night, she'll go crazy and want to stay up until like 11 oh my and I'll gosh. go to bed at nine. Just so we have a couple hours uh, uh, apart.
1: <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, I, I get it, man. Yeah, it's it's been tough to juggle between and like with my my daughter. As soon as I'm done with my workday, she wants, you know, she's excited to see me. She wants to to do things to show me what she's done during the day. Especially when she was still doing schooling from home, yeah. she'd you know tell me what I did at school today and and what she learned and things and and I almost have to sort of be prepared for that to happen as soon as I walk out of my office, that that's going to come at me as well. And I, I have to try my hardest wow. to sort of not push back against that and mm-hmm. be like, I want to be this dad too. But yeah, that, that commute was definitely, uh, it served more of a purpose than I thought yeah. it did You yeah. know, back when, back when I had to do it every day.
2: Is there a, is there something you can replace that commute with?
1: you know, I, I, it's, it's whether or not I'm willing to let myself do it, but I do feel like just, you know, a, a cruise around the block or, or something like that would be, you know, just enough to sort of say, this is what I'm going to do with my time. Or, you know, I'm going to go, you know, listen to podcasts or, or just have quiet time by myself or some or, you know, I don't know, read something, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there's got, you know, so I, I just have to wrestle with whether or not I need to, propose that to my family to be like, you know what? I'm going to take off for just a second. I'm going to go mm-hmm. do whatever, run some errands and then yeah. come back. So I need
0: 15 minutes or, or whatever yeah, it is yeah. to, to try to clear yeah. the deck, so to speak.
2: Or, or I don't know if your office has a window or if go it's right on out that window floor, and... but there you go, Brian. Yeah. You're, you're familiar <laughs> yeah. with this yeah. technique. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Get some butter. You know, you know and... what's
1: crazy. So, uh, so I started my office at home downstairs in the main floor of my house uh, we have co- sort of a strange shaped living room. It's co- kind of an L shape. And I put myself off into one end of the living room where nothing was sort of happening. Uh, we have uh, like a, a cat tree climbing thing over there. And that's basically all that sat in that corner of the living room. So I set up shop down there and then life sort of happened around me. My my daughter was doing homeschooling. My <laughs> wife was trying to keep track of, of her home business. Uh, and then. Uh, so my, my daughter would, you know, get down to school, start watching cartoons and I'm listening to these things happening around me going like, I want to watch cartoons with my kid. That sounds like a great thing to do. (laughs) And it's very distracting from work. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to move upstairs. I'm going to put my office into our bedrooms. Basically what would happen is I'd wake up in the morning, roll out of bed, do whatever I had to do in the morning and then immediately sit down and, and start working. And I was like, oh, this is not ideal either. There's no disconnect from that as well yeah. and then eventually i moved my office into a walk-in closet so i in fact i'm there now i'm currently yeah at a desk Nice. <laughs> i'm nice. at a desk inside of a walk-in closet the drawback from that is obviously there's no windows in here but you yeah. know i just needed to but sort it's of great for recording yeah that's true The the clothes
0: it's a wonderful sort, sound absorber <laughs> yeah the acoustics are magnificent
1: yeah, and I've had to sequester myself from the rest of the family. So you you wait until uh
2: midlife to go into the closet. Huh? True. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah, wow. that's what I always say every <laughs> every day after work, man. I'm I'm coming out loud loud and proud, you know. Woo!
2: Well, very well nice. happy Pride <laughs> month to you
0: then.
1: For sure, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're supposed
0: to joke about that. What the heck? Uh, Matt, both Aaron and I, I'm just speaking for Aaron now. We are just uh, absolutely tickled that you could join us today. (laughs) Okay, so uh, we've talked about your podcast. We've talked about your rooms a little bit. Would you run those down for us again? And anything else that uh, perhaps is on the horizon that you want to draw people's attention to would be great.
1: Okay, sure. Yeah. So the room at uh, the Waldorf has its own page on Facebook. It's a Wally's Brew Pub Comedy Club. Mm -hmm. uh, And we called it, we called it Wally's because it's at the Waldorf in town. So uh, also a great restaurant if you're in town and looking for a place to eat. So go there and then also uh, check out the, you'll have to check there for the schedule for the next show. We don't know when it is. It's up in the air. Mm hmm as far as the podcast goes it's called another episode podcast where we take a deep dive into the movies that shaped our childhood uh you can find that everywhere you can find all of the greatest podcasts the greatest uh, of all time we're on itunes right yeah we're not that has also become another crutch of mine that i'm trying to i'm trying to decide if i want to beat that out of myself or not but uh every it seems as though everything is the greatest of all time sure when you ask me about it so that is out there with all the, the podcast stuff. So go find that there. You can reach out to the podcast if you've got any suggestions for movies that you think we should cover that we haven't yet. Mm-hmm. We probably will, but we just haven't. So if you want to suggest anything, you can email the podcast at another episode podcast at gmail dot com. And uh Whew. yeah. So there's there's all that. Great. Good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. What, I do Oh one more thing. <laughs> yeah. I do want to also steer people to the, the podcast has its own Instagram account oh. and we take posters from the movies that we cover and we change them just a little bit to replace <laughs> the stars faces with the folks that we have on the podcast. So we do some clever mm-hmm. editing and we replace people with, uh, with our, our friends that are on the show. So
0: yeah, I, w- it's
1: a good place to find that.
0: fell victim to that. Uh, when you had me on there. <laughs> yeah. Which...
1: I, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed the outcome of the, yep. the Teen Wolf, uh, yeah yeah the teen wolf episode it was great yeah
2: <laughs> matt thank you so much for being here with us yes matt we really appreciate you popping by and chatting this was great good time
1: heck yeah thanks guys for having me so much thank you uh Aaron and brian and uh i wish you guys great success with your podcast here's to 100 for you guys as well hey, hey cool. thank you <laughs> thanks guys bye Thanks for listening to the Clean Comedy Time podcast.
2: We bring
0: comedians together performing their clean material at showcases, fundraisers, and other events.
2: Our shows are free from coarse language and topics. They work for anyone, anywhere.
0: Check out cleancomedytime.com to find an upcoming show or to bring Clean Comedy Time to you.